to Conversations with Aaron and Jill on the Let Your Heart With Hope podcast. I'm Aaron here with my mom, Jill, and yeah, we are girl. so excited to continue the conversation with all of you. This week's question is, how do you trust God with having expectations of the people you love when your feelings are hurt? This is a big one. Big one. Expectations. I, yes. Just in general, expectations and talking about them is huge. But again, I just want to remind the listener what we're doing right now. On Instagram, we asked people what is on their heart. And so people shared questions with us. They shared comments about what they're struggling with. And the point of this is to have a conversation with you. And so that's what we're doing. And I encourage the person listening that if you haven't shared a question with us or you haven't shared what's on your heart to reach us out to us on Instagram it's not too late. We love no, doing these. Yeah. So we will definitely be doing more. And we have sure. so many questions that are so good and so powerful. And they're very important topics that we need to talk about. And this one, I am so glad someone brought this up. Yeah. Really, the overarching theme is expectations. Right. Exactly. Well, and we all experience this. And we don't always realize that we are putting our expectations in other people or that we have all of these expectations on ourselves. It's become so normal to right. just expect I think things from people. Right, you're right, exactly. And I think I, I am so guilty of this. And I can tell you from firsthand experience that I have expected way too much from people, specifically your dad, especially in a marriage. I believe there are expectations that I have heaped expectations on your dad that there is no, it, it was impossible. There was no way that he was going to be able to fulfill the expectations that I had of him, nor was he meant to. And, and really, that's the point. Like, he's not meant to fulfill those expectations because he's imperfect, just like I am. People are imperfect. Right. And they will let you down time and time again. But let's get to where we need to put our expectations. And that is in God alone. Because the truth is, is that he will never let us down. The people right. in this world, we can expect so much from them. But the, at the end of the day, like you said, they're imperfect. Right. We're human. And truthfully, there are certain expectations, kind of like you said, that are, I don't know, a given. Like in marriage, there's an expectation that you are faithful to your spouse. Right. That's not what we're talking about. No, We're no. talking about unrealistic expectations or expectations that these per people aren't meant to meet. Right. Well, and expectations, let's talk about them just in general. They lead to disappointment. Right. And anxiety. Right. If they're not fulfilled, if the expectations that you have of someone or yourself even, because we put expectations on our, our backs just as much the as time. we put them on other people. Right. We expect so much from people. We expect so much from ourselves. And it leads to disappointment when those expectations are not fulfilled and anxiety. And I think it's honestly one of the biggest causes of an, a miserable, unhappy life. Yeah. Yeah. We want people, we expect people to act a certain way. We want life to go a certain way. We expect so much from ourselves. And at the end of the day, when those things don't come to fruition, and when people do not meet our expectations that we have of them, or that we don't meet our own expectations of ourselves, we're disappointed, we're discouraged, and we're let down. And when we put expectations in other people, we're taking our eyes off of God. We're taking our eyes off of who he is, because right. if we're expecting these things from other people, clearly we think that what we have is not enough. 
Ooh, or what yeah. God so has that's given a whole us is not another enough. level. That's going to like a little bit of a deep level. No, that's <laughs> but, good though. That is good. It's that we we are not fulfilled in some right, way. Right. So we we are seeking fulfillment in someone else. From someone else. Right. And and like you said, and I just want to repeat this, are there healthy expectations? I guess it's not even the word expectations. Like you have, you know, your loved one, your spouse or your children, and, you know, you love them so much and you treat them with love and you basically, and I have to use the word expect, you expect that in return. Right. I mean, that's just, I almost, it's almost natural to have that kind of an expectation, mm-hmm. right? But what if that does not happen? What if you pour your life out for someone and you love them so much and you are, you know, doing everything you possibly can to show them love and it's not reciprocated at all. What well, do you do? Right. Well, and in that circumstance, we should be doing those things just out of the goodness of our exactly. heart. We should be doing those things just because we love someone, not to get something back from right. them. Without expecting right. anything in return. Right. And I, we definitely get caught up in that of, I do this for someone. I expect something in return. Even if the expectation in return is just a thank you or just I right. love you back. That's where we get caught up is when we expect this something, whatever it is, we expect it in return. And we so easily take our expectations and we make them so specific Mm -hmm. that if someone just doesn't meet them just right, then we get disappointed. Or like you said, we get anxious. And so if we are putting our expectations in other people, like you said, we are going to end up disappointed. And I want to talk too about placing expectations in ourselves. Truthfully, when we have these expectations that we are putting on ourselves, we are adding shame. We are adding this weight that we were never meant to carry. When we do this, we lose sight of Christ because we're trying to do everything in our own strength. And so if we are constantly saying, well, I expect myself to do this. I expect myself to be perfect. I think that's a big one. Even for me, I expect so much of myself that I get disappointed in myself when I don't do things just right. And I have had to learn in my own circumstance that I have to put my expectations in Christ alone. Because without well, and don't that- don't you think though that you put expectations on yourself because you feel like there's, people are expecting something from you. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. And the truth is, the reality is a lot of the times those people aren't expecting anything from you. Right. But we think, and they shouldn't be right. Nor should we expect a certain attitude or a certain right. response from other people. And ultimately, and you said this, and I know we're going to dive deeper into this. When we put our expectations in the place where they should be in Christ, then we are fulfilled. Right. Then we find all that we need for life and godliness, and He fills our cup so that we can overflow into the lives of others, and that we don't need from them, we don't need to take from them, you know. And I feel like it's like kind of like we're either going to give or we're going to drain people, right? You know, don't you want to be the one who is pouring into the lives of other people instead of draining them because of your expectations of them? I want to be the kind of person that has all of my ex expectations met in Christ so that I can just pour out into the lives of others. Yes, will there be a human part of me that wants, you know, to receive something? <laughs> you know, maybe a th- like you said a thank you or respect or whatever it may be and respect is a huge one, but it's like but if I'm fully have those needs met in Christ and I know who he is and I know who I am in Christ, then really 
I don't think I'm going to have to need any of that. And you know what? That's a learning process. I think that grows as your faith grows. And I feel like I've learned so much in this regard, especially in my marriage, because I had so many expectations of your dad and how I should be treated and, you know, how he should speak to me and respect and all of those things and love and all the things that, you know, I had hoped for. But Truly, I started to pray, and this is, I've never shared this before, but I started to ask Jesus to be my husband, to fulfill all the needs that I had to have a husband and what that meant in the spiritual realm so that he could be my all in all. And so those expectations could be met in Christ. And so that I could just love your dad freely and, you know, that there wouldn't be any expectations of him. And have I gotten to that place fully? Oh, of course not. <laughs> you know, there's certain things, you know, in the house that you're still living with us. It's hard, you know, and I do still have some expectations, but in those, I'm reminded, nope, refocus on Jesus and I just go right to him with those unmet expectations. And that's really one of the things that we can do. And I know we'll get to what we can do, but to refocus and focus our expectations in Christ. Well, and this person's question has to do with the expectations of people that we love. And this includes family members. And like you said, with dad, but it's the hardest when it's the people that we love. Well, right. Because we love them so much. And in a sense, you... And it hurts more. Right. Your expectations of the people that you love, which... Honestly, some of the expectations you think are a given, like doing certain things, saying certain things with the people you love, you think that these expectations are a given, but it hurts more when the people that you love are the ones that are hurting your feelings. And so it's really important that we talk about expectations in regard to the people that we love. And ultimately, let's look to God, like you said, because he knows He placed those people around us in our life. He knows and he loves us. And if we put our expectations in him, then we will be able to interact with the people we love in a different way and not have so many expectations on them. I also want to talk about, because this is something that I definitely have struggled with, but thinking that God has all of these expectations of me. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's an area of expectations that. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. I never even thought about that. Well, and it's it's hard because when we think that God has I know what I have struggled with was thinking that I had to be perfect to come to God or that I couldn't be struggling to come to God, that he expected me to come before him with all my ducks in a row, being perfect before him, which I know I know that I can't be perfect. Right. And like, I know that I live in this world and that nothing is perfect and that I'm not perfect, but I felt like I had to, quote unquote, fix myself in order to come to God. But God doesn't expect that from us. God doesn't have these high expectations of us that if we don't meet them, then he won't love us or that he won't do good in our life or that he won't help us or help us in the circumstance that we're in. That's not who God is. God is love. And he is who he says he is. And he knew he came when he sent Jesus to die for us. He knew that we would never meet any sort of expectations to be perfect. Well, no, all of the expectations are in Christ right, alone. Right. And he knew that we needed to put our expectations in Christ. And so I just want to encourage the person listening that if you think that God expects you to be perfect, that you think that God expects you to have it all together, he doesn't. 
He loves you and he meets you right where you are. And wouldn't you say also that the opposite of expectations to a certain degree is hope? Yeah. Like we're hoping to get a response or to get a reaction or to, you know, when we do something special for someone that you love, you, you hope that they'll appreciate it and you, you know, or you you're hope that they just response. appreciate you in general. Right. But we put our hope in Jesus because he will not let us down. He's the author of hope. We have hope because of him. He is our firm foundation. So I think it's very, very important in regard to this discussion, but also in life in general, to know where your hope is. Like, Who are you putting your hope in? Where are you putting your hope? What is your focus? What's the point? And we've talked about this in other episodes, but ultimately Jesus is the answer for all of those things. And when we put our expectations in Him and Christ alone, I don't think we'll have as much discouragement, disappointment. In fact, we won't have that. We'll have more hope and more joy and more love and more peace. Amen. So let's get to what you talked about. What do you do when you have these expectations of the people that you love and you're let down? Well, first and foremost, pray about it. Mm, Take it to God. Talk to him about it. You're disappointed. We're not saying that we, we can't be disappointed or discouraged. Of course, we are. That's how we feel. And it's a, a human emotion. When you your expectations of how your loved ones are going to treat you or how they're going to respond and are not met, of course, you're discouraged. Of course, you're disappointed. Of course, you're let down. Of course, you're sad. Go to God with all of that. Go to Him, pray, seek His face in regard to all that. If He already knows, He already knows that you're struggling anyway. So go to Him, put your expectations in Him, not in your condition, not in your circumstances, not in people, not in the world, not in yourself, not in anyone but Him. Lay your expectations before Him. And in that, also ask God to help you to put your expectations in Him. Right. Because, oh, we need the help. Right? right. We need God's help to put our expectations in him. Because the truth is, is I can't do it on my own. Right. Because I will constantly expect things of other people or expect things of myself that they can never meet or that I can never meet. And so I have to go to God and ask him, Lord, help me to put my expectations in you above all else. Amen. And regardless of whether or not your expectations are met or not in other people, we can trust that God's ultimate purpose for your life will prevail Amen. no matter what. And that right. reminds me, it's one of the verses I love. It's Proverbs nineteen twenty one. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but is the Lord's purpose that prevails. His purpose will always prevail, despite whether your expectations and other people are fulfilled or not. No matter where you come to him with the expectations, his purpose for you will prevail in that. And maybe it's that, you know what? You need to learn to depend on him more. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you need to learn to fix your eyes on Jesus more, focus on him more instead of what you're expecting from someone else or this world or yourself. Well, and maybe it's through putting our expectations in other people and them failing us and Mm -hmm. being disappointed and being discouraged that we realize that our expectations need to be in God alone. Well, and again, that makes me think of a verse. It's in Philippians that God will supply every need 
of ours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Because you had mentioned that in the beginning of our discussion, like maybe there's this unmet need Mm. that we have in ourselves. And you know, ultimately God knows what we need because our ultimate need is him. And maybe in that circumstance, being let down or feeling, you know, these expectations, like he's going to meet and supply all of your needs. He is. Another person can't do that. And when we think that they can, we're going to be discouraged. We're going to be disappointed. That's just reality. And wouldn't we want the creator of the universe to meet these expectations rather than a human that will fail us over and over again? God will never, ever fail you. And these, and I'm not just talking about major expectations. Like I'm talking about little things too, like that you just expect to be thanked for something. If you've gone out of your way, that if you've helped someone that you love, that you've taken care of something that they needed help with, and just to thank you, sometimes you don't get that even. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's hurtful, yeah. and it it's not fun to experience that. And it's like, it, but you and you have that expectations because it's just common courtesy. Let's just talk about. <laughs> we the think fact. it's common sense, but it's not. It's not right. However, and you said, and I can't remember exactly what you words you used. You said that. We find that we can do that and still give and still pour our lives out to people, whether we get a thank you or not, or whether mm-hmm. they appreciate it or not, because we're doing it. Who are we doing it for? Right. And maybe that's something to ask ourselves as well. Who are you really doing this for? Mm-hmm. If we're if we're pouring our lives out for Jesus, then it doesn't matter how people respond. It right. doesn't matter what we're getting back. Because we're giving it all to him anyway. And he is the source of not only our joy and our hope, but he provides it all so that we can pour our lives out without expecting anything Anything. in return. And that reminds me of another one of the things that I wanted to share that we can do in the midst of something like this is to continue to do good. We may want to just give up. (laughs) You you know, like when you're hurt over and over again, you just want to... You just want to give up. You do. I mean, I've walked through that. It's it's like you become like, I don't have anything more to give. Yeah. And that's not a good place to be. And I don't ever want to be in that place. And the only way that I'm going to be filled in order so that I can continue to do good is that I am fixed on Jesus, that I am pouring his word into my life. If I'm going to do life for Jesus and love anyway and do good anyway, then I don't need any expectations met because they're already met in Christ. Right. That makes me think of a verse in Luke. It's Luke 6, 35 through 36. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Now, why is this so powerful? Because the very first few words, but love your enemies. If God is telling us to love our enemies and to do good to them and to lend without expecting anything in return, how much more someone you love? Right. How much more your family member? How much more do you love them? And they're not your enemies. Right. And I love in this verse also where it says that God is kind to the ungrateful and that's really how we feel. We feel yeah. like when our expectations are not met, that you that person is just ungrateful. Like they don't care. Yeah. But God is kind to those people. 
And by the power of Christ in us, we can be kind too. We can continue to give. We can continue to love. We can continue to do good. And we can be grateful. I think that's the best place to land, to have gratitude that regardless of what we expect in this life, what we expect in other people, we have so much to be thankful for, so much. And I am so thankful that I can put my expectations in God alone. And that when people in this world, especially the people I love, let me down and don't meet these expectations I have, that I can look to God who meets all of my expectations. It's who He is. Yes, it is. And in regard to being thankful and having gratitude, you know, we can be thankful that, like we already said, that He's going to supply all of our needs. Right. And He's enough. And more he than is enough. enough. And that if we live in the expectancy and the expectation that God is always at work doing good, we can trust that even in those unmet expectations, whoa, this is awesome. Here we go. <laughs> even in those unmet expectations of other people, especially those we love, that he is doing good mm-hmm. in our lives. And right. maybe, well, not maybe, he's doing good in their lives too. And that he is working it all together for good, Romans 8 I'm paraphrasing, of course. God works all things together for good for those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. And He knows. Because sometimes I feel like, too, I want to mention this, with expectation comes a need to be heard or understood, but God already knows. So let's sum this all up, Aaron. Yes. So what can we do when we have expectations of people we love? How do we trust God in the midst of it? And what do we do? Number one, pray about it. Take it to God and ask Him to help you to put your expectations in Him. Also, continue to do good. Even if these people don't meet your expectations, continue to do good. And lastly, gratitude. Be thankful. And ultimately, God knows. Amen. Mom, will you end by praying for the person that asked this question and also for anyone else who has put their expectations in other people and been hurt? Absolutely. Because it's hard. It really is. is. Oh, Heavenly Father, you know. And ultimately, because you know, we can have hope, we can have joy, and we can have peace despite everything that we're going through, despite the expectations that we have of ourselves, of others. You are so good and you supply everything that we need according to your glorious riches in Christ. And Lord, help us to pray anyway, to do good anyway. And to be thankful that you know. And not only that, God, you are an immeasurably more God, and you will work all things together so that there is immeasurably more. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.